Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast game. I am the lunatic left lip ghost and with me is the radical right lip Ryan Dean celebrating on this Memorial Day. How are you, my friend? Good, man. Just, uh, you know, starting starting drinking a little early today. You know what I mean? It's uh, 11 our time and, uh, you know, figured why not? You know, it's a it's an important holiday. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, you know, it. it I say this all the time. Anytime we talk about anything patriotic or anything whatsoever, it's tough sometimes to feel proud of this country right now, but the people aren't the country, the military, the people that sign up for the military aren't the country. It's the brass of the military that are the problem, right? Million, those types of guys. So I would, uh, I would call them a cunt. Yeah. And maybe he'll be kind of the week on this Memorial day, uh special uh, hey, edition. Um, but yeah, man, just happy. Gonna go have some smash burgers later. My mom loves making them. So we're going to do that and, uh, just enjoy the incredibly hot Arizona sun. Nice. Nice. It's actually almost 90 here today. It's supposed to be like 87. Okay. So, uh, we don't, the humidity isn't there yet, but I don't know. This week's supposed to be, supposed to be summer, like up in the nineties, most of the week. So we'll see. Summer like it. We're going to go from, you know, winter to to summer. Barely had spring. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we don't have much of a seasonal uh, change here. It's like summer and then winter for like three months. Gotcha. But that's all right. You know, it's nice. So what do you do over the weekend? Anything fun? Uh, Nothing too crazy, man. I watched some LFA, which is like a lower level UFC. It's a feeder organization, as they call it. Won some decent money there. I wish that I would have parlayed instead of round robining because this is what I get for trying to be conservative, right? I put $50 into a round robin. What round robins are, for those that don't know, are you familiar with what a round robin is? No. Okay. So it's different than a parlay. They call it the conservative parlay. What a parlay is, is like I pick five fitter, five fighters to win, five fitters to win, five <laughs> fighters to win five fights. And all five of those fighters have to win in order for me to cash out. It's usually crazy odds if you get like five or six of them together. And uh, I did a round robin, which is where I just only I, I pick five fighters, but only four of them need to win in order for me to get any kind of money back at all. Right. Okay. All right. So there's different combinations, one through four, two through five, one, two, four, five, shit like that. Um, every single one of them hit, and I turned the 50 into 200 bucks, but if I would have just done a straight parlay, it would have been like $600 for a $50. Oh, bucks. fuck. But you know what? You never know what's going to happen, so I'm glad to get that that 150 profit rather than you know the five, 600, whatever it would have been. Um, but yeah, as I was watching and I started kind of getting a little mad towards the end when they were just all hitting. So it's what you get for being conservative. Yeah. Well, at least you won. You know, yeah, that's, 100%. that is the bright side. You know, you, you walked away with $150 more than what you had. It's better than what, what I do. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not good at picking bets, man. So I, I, I tried it a couple times and eh, I just, I'm not good. I don't know enough about it. It's foreign to me. I'll try uh, next time. Maybe uh, we can, you know, with this next card coming up, there's a cool one. And uh, there's a couple spots that I think are safe. Maybe we can get back into it a little bit. It's fun, man. It makes the, the watching the fight so much fun. That's why I'm so into it. You know, people are always kind of questioning why people get into sports like that. I think it's the betting. I think that's really the only reason that it makes sport fun. Yeah. But 
that's beside the point. Watch any good movies? Dude, last night I actually watched something. Give me fucking nightmares. <laughs> like, it gave me fucking nightmares. And I, it, I wasn't that scared when I was watching it, but it's one of those really cinematically well done things. It's, it's on Netflix. It's called His House. And it's fucking scary, dude. It's actually really weird. So basically some immigrants from somewhere in Africa, I forget where they come over to England and they get caught. So they get arrested. And then they end up, you know, being able to, um, being able to get this house, this some kind of house that they, that immigration just puts them up in. And mm-hmm. it's a haunted house, right? And so this, the past of these people is following them, their old culture, because the dude's trying to assimilate into America, uh, uh, British society. The woman is staying like strong with what she is, right? She's speaking her native language and all this shit. And um, so it's weird. I didn't get to the end of it. I ended up falling asleep. I had some wild dreams, dude, uh, about that. That's funny. Yeah, it's fucking you still, weird. You still want to move into a haunted house? No, I'd live in a haunted house for sure. But I mean, like, it, they're dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, they're not going to hurt you or anything. But yeah, I, I mean, like, my mind can get pretty dark, apparently, when I have some nightmares. So, yeah, it was just uh, some wild fucking things that I was seeing in my dreams there. But nonetheless... A good show, good movie. So I'll have to, I'll have to check it out for it's sure. It's scary, dude. Yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, like that African culture, like the voodoo shit. It's freaky, mm-hmm. dude. It scares the shit out of me. So uh, maybe I'm a little more susceptible to that stuff. But I'm sure you watched a couple things. I I did. I watched the uh, call me late to the game again, but uh, I gave the Magnificent Seven uh, a try. Okay. Great fucking movie. Yeah, I I would put it up there, kind of like a modern day Tombstone in, in a sense. Ooh. I like it. Yes. Uh, Start. Um, uh, Denzel Washington had uh, what's his face from Jurassic World up uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy. He's he's everywhere. Can't think of Chris Pratt. And okay. and it had uh, I always forget his name. He it, he, he played Private Ryan in, in um, Tom Hanks. No, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Private Ryan. Not Private Ryan. Private Pile. Wow. Okay, pile, yeah. Yeah. Uh Vincent Diaf I don't know. But it was okay, okay. Yeah. Really good. I, I, I liked it a lot. Then I went what what maybe it was Saturday night. I went old school. I rewatched the original Crow with Brandon Lee. Wow. Brandon Lee and someone else, right? Someone else plays Yeah, that, CGI. They never, yeah, see they CGI'd in over a, a body double, but man, I forgot that was my favorite movie in high school. And man, it did just you go as the crow for Halloween one year? I did. <laughs> I did you did. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, what a fucking nerd. I was a dork, man. Wow. But, yeah, it was I just downright good movie, great soundtrack. Um, <laughs> still a great soundtrack. I could see you did with like that emo <laughs> hair. <laughs> well, believe it or not. In high school, uh, I think my senior year, I actually cut my hair. Um, I had it shaved up on the sides, right? But the top was all long, and it was down to about my shoulders. So I'd, I'd pull that back in a ponytail. And Oh, man, I got to see pictures, dude. I, I'll try and find them, but it was, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, I was a total nerd. <laughs> I told you that I, and I've said this, I think, on the show, that I picture you as a kid bald with a goatee for some reason. Uh-huh. Like yeah. how you are right now. It came right out that way. Yeah, just looking the same you do, just shorter. Like bald, goatee, um, drinking a beer. You Need know. You yeah. 
<laughs> dude, you know, you mentioned something. Full Metal Jacket, man. What a fucking movie. Dude, yeah. that is, there's something about movies like that where there's a lot of dialogues. There's not much action in that movie, right? No. Um, you think of a military movie being pretty action-driven and, and whatnot, but what an incredibly done, like well-done movie. There's almost like three movies or two movies at least in that. There's the boot camp and then there's the war. Yep. But uh, holy shit, just the dialogue that Kubrick can come up with and and the shots and everything about that movie. And it ends, it seems like, when the movie just starts getting going. I know it's a long fucking movie, but it ends basically after they kill that uh, lady sniper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I watched it the other day. It's a fucking phenomenal movie, man. Yes. My favorite movies that he's ever done. I like that one. And I don't know if I like that one more than Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. But I also, of course, like The Shining. But Eyes Wide Shut's probably my favorite. That that's seen that done. forever. It's so fucking good, man. I recommend watching it again, dude. It's just like it's one of those things where, like, if you're kind of fucked up and you're watching it, like drunk or high or something, it's just one of those where the dialogue hypnotizes you into listening. Like you're listening with your mouth open, and uh it, it, it's just the the guy's got a fucking, or he, I should say, he had a fucking real talent, man. Yeah, yeah, he was a good filmmaker. uh The Shining, yeah, that's up there as well. I mean, yeah. Just the, the acting that Jack Nicholson did and, and some of the improv that you later find out, like uh, the lady that plays his wife didn't know he was going to chop through the door with a fucking axe. And that was pure terror. She did not know. Like, she was freaked the fuck out. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the I forget her name. I know it all. Yeah, she's a, a real ugly lady. Yeah. Yeah. I forget her damn name. But uh, yeah, dude. So uh, movies, man, they're. They're just, they're really growing on me. I try to have a, a new good one on every every single time. Dude, we're coming up on June. Uh-huh. We're going to do the whole Juneteenth thing, huh? Juneteenth, we are. Yeah, the 19th. Uh, there's a, there's some, some scary stuff about that, I guess, I'm, I'm reading. This is probably some white supremacists that wrote this article, but I mean, how do you feel about that, man? How do you feel about like the idea of like Juneteenth? Obviously, two white dudes, but uh, you know, it's not our place to say, but w- what do you think about it? Uh, what do you mean, two white dudes? Like you and I are both white, and oh, we're talking oh, oh. about Juneteenth. Are June you te- not white? Maybe I misraced you. I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm South African. Oh, okay, okay. Well, still, you're white. American, yeah. No, you I'm, look I'm, white. I'm, I'm very Anglo white. Um, I don't know. I, li- I like it and what it represents. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's supposed to be the abolishment of slavery. Am I getting that all correct? Because sometimes it sounds right. You get so many different stories and, you know, then you had, you know, Black Lives Matter come in and, you know, just kind of try and rewrite some of the history with whatever their propaganda speeches are, what have you. But, you know, I think it kind of sucks that, you know, call me Looney Tooney, but why why Black History Month? Why why do they only give them February? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't they give them a longer month? I mean, there's uh, a lot let me, of let me, bla- let me stop you right there. I don't think that Black History needs an entire month, to be honest. I so what I was going to say is Juneteenth. I think is a great thing. Take a day, you remember it. Uh, same thing with like the the homosexual, like the LGBT fucking mm-hmm. month, whatever that is. Dude, no group of people needs a month. That makes it so okay. that there's only twelve groups of people that can get honored. Right? That's I think true. Indigenous people, like you know, Native Americans and whatnot. They deserve, if any group of people in the United States deserves a fucking month, it's yeah. them, dude. Yeah, like, they I, got I, fucked. So, um, yeah, I, I, and, and why, yeah, why February? Why the shortest month? 
why a cold ass month? Black people don't like the cold. You no. know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's kind of one of those. I think uh, Black History Month's a slap in the face to black people, and I've heard a lot of black people actually talking about that man. Where it's like, man, I I, I want people to think about us every day, right? And that's a little selfish. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but. You know, why Why put it down to this month and then all these companies like show how much they like black people for that shortest month of the year? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, what is the gay month? Is it July or June or something like that, too? It's it might be June. I'll look it up. Um, uh, yeah, because they're, they're summer of summer of pride. Yeah. So it's, it's June or July. I just typed in gay month and it says June. <laughs> June. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's pride month. So, yeah, we're coming up on that, too. So. Man, what a time, huh? Yeah, I, I wish I wish with Black History they would focus more, and even maybe uh, Juneteenth on you know some of your famous African Americans that that you know really I don't know benefited the country, inventors, you know, right. um, the pain, right? Yeah, focus on the good stuff. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. It was told to me the inventor of the landing gear for I don't know if it was for the F-16 specifically or it was uh, jets in general was African-American. And I I was told that when I was in the Air Force by one of my black friends and I never knew that. And he's like, dude, you'd be surprised at how many black inventors there were that never get credit for shit. And I was like, that's fucked up. Um, Inventor of the jet engine or what? No, the landing gear. Let's see. Let's let's honor this man, inventor of landing gear. Let's see, Matthew B. Sellers the second. And let's look up what he looks like. Watch it, probably some white dude. <laughs> white dude, yeah. I got I got duped. Let's see. Yeah, he's a white guy. Try the F sixteen landing gear then. It's a specific plane, a specific year. Just, I, I think it's just a specific plane. F. 16 landing gear. <laughs> We're getting real out there. In inventor. All right. Uh general dynamics. So you know they're not crediting a black guy. Nope. Um, yeah, man, I'm not saying it. I think that you got huh. lied to. That's some of that black propaganda out there. You know what Help I mean? Me. All these years I was I've, I've been duped. No, who knows, man? Honestly, dude, I know that there's a lot of things that see. That's the thing, man. It's, it gets real stupid when people start saying like black people have done the most for this country. White people have done the most for this country. Mexicans have done the most. You know, it's like, right. dude, why, why does it got to be a pissing contest? I think uh, Americans have done the most for this country. That's what I think. And I think that's kind of the way to go. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's slippery waters. Right. If that's a phrase, it's tough yeah. to get into that kind of talk. But um we we have the hard conversations here on cunt. We do. We do. Right. So what else are we getting into? I don't know. Uh, we have a, I, some people sent me some stuff in. If you want to start with yours, we can. Uh, there was some stuff on above top secret that I was poking around on that was kind of interesting. And I, I have some some clips to play. Okay. As well. um, I know last week it happened after we recorded, but there was a a, a white supremacist in a U-Haul that wasn't really white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Indian, right? And he had a he had a fucking swastika flag just going around with it, supposedly. Yeah. Well, so look, check this out. I'm I'm gonna share now. By the time people hear this, it's obviously gonna be Tuesday. That's the whole gimmick of the show is it airs on Tuesdays, right? Um, but as we mentioned, we're recording this on Memorial Day, so we do have 
um, you know, a Memorial Day threat. I think that these are or a warning, I should say. <laughs> a lot of these are 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 lame, right? A lot of them are really kind of like if you if you say that something's going to happen on a certain date or whatever, uh, usually ends up not working out in that person's favor. But this is interesting, and we were talking about this last week a little bit. So I'll play this. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear it once I hit the uh, speaker. High-level U.S. politicians will be vacationing Memorial Day weekend with their families at various undisclosed continuity of government locations. I'm just going to go out and guess bunkers. So let's just recap on some events that has happened. 30 tons of explosives are still missing. $290 million worth of anti-radiation meds were purchased. Senators are being supplied satellite phones for emergency communications. Today, Microsoft claimed Chinese hackers have attacked critical U.S. software infrastructure. This does not seem like a bunch of coincidences. If you're going anywhere for the Memorial Weekend, I would have a plan in place. And if nothing happens, good, but it's always good to be prepared because that's a lot of coincidences. And for them to be going to undisclosed locations during this time, it's very suspicious. Everyone needs to listen. So I uh, I, I want to hear what you have to say about that really quick. Well, first of all, sorry, real quick. This is sent by Victoria. Um, yes, she's shout right out. she she uh, she actually sent me a, a happy Memorial Day and didn't thank me for my service, which I was really fucking ecstatic about. And I was right. like, I replied back, you know, thank you for knowing the difference between Memorial Day and, and Veterans Day. She's a smart uh, lady. She's a quasi field reporter. I don't think she knows it, but she sends me so many damn videos, and I'm yes. just like, there's a lot of them are good. So I'm like, well, let's just share these on here. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. I seen that. I might have seen that on TikTok. I don't know if I grabbed it or not, but I don't know. It, it's 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 bizarre because they they it, they did issue satellite phones to every senator. I guess fifty of them accepted them, and then there was that report that they're maybe vacationing in bunkers, so to speak. Then there was news that China is amping up their cyber hacking. They're not just backdooring us and just watching. They're they're actually preparing for an attack, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's, I hope not. I hope we're wrong and nothing does happen, but it's kind of weird that all this happened and, like, the lady had mentioned with that ammonium nitrate being missing, you know, that's the same shit that was used in the Oklahoma city bombing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man, the, the way that she lays it out there, I think it's a little kind of wishy washy, right? Yeah. A little Q and on ish. Nothing's going to happen today. You know, yeah. nothing at all is going to happen today. Um, That's, that's the thing It's it's so interesting. The levels of fear that people try to put out there. Um, real quick, I, I, you know, I know that, you know, this is kind of all over the place here right now, but we got to start doing this. We got to start asking what we're drinking. Oh shit. Yeah. What are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking hot nut. Uh, it's a nice, uh, <laughs> it's like, it was like a paid ad, huh? Yeah. Um, hot nut. It's bomb, dude. You probably won't be able to see it, but yeah, it's a nice <laughs> Arizona brewed beer, uh, nice. IPA. It's very bitter. I love bitter beers. So, uh, it, yeah, it's, um. Comes out of Four Peaks. They make Kilt Lifter. I'm sure you've heard of Kilt Lifter, right? I think I've heard of Kilt Lifter, yes. It's a Scottish sort of ale. Um, but yeah, man, this is a nice, like, I think it's like a six percenter. Yeah, 6.7%. So just a nice, 
nice beer to kick off the uh, Memorial Day. Have you ever had Founders All Day IPA? Yeah, of course. Man, that is a good, they named it perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? You can really just sip on that all day. I think it's only like maybe four, a little over 4%. Yeah, but it's it, got that it, taste. So It does. It has the, the bitterness of the, the hops. I like a good sour beer. Um, right. They're, they're fucking phenomenal from time to time. I am drinking something that I got turned on to a couple weekends ago from my buddy that works at the beer store. He's the, the manager or whatever. And it's Arizona Hard Iced Tea. And it's 5% alcohol. They come in a big can. And I've had the peach, the lemon, and the green tea with ginseng and honey. And lemon is my favorite. The peach was a little too peachy, if artificial peachy taste. Right, right, right. Okay. This, this lemon, man, it hands down probably the best hard iced tea. This blows twisted tea out of out of the park. Um, really? Okay. I got to try one of them. It's I just, like the twisted tea. It's so... It, you don't really even taste the alcohol in it, which is weird. Like twisted tea, you can taste, okay, it's got some alcohol in it or however they brew it. Man, these could be seriously dangerous because I think two weeks ago at the tavern, I had one of these, a lemon, and then I finished off the night with uh, some Leinenkugel Summer Shandy. It was a very nice experience. With some smooth beers too, man. So, yeah, I know. I think we need we ought to try and do that every time. Try and maybe get some cool drinks every time we do this. Just once a week, you know, so yeah. pretty easy. But um, continuing to what we, you know what we were talking about there, dude. The uh, the fear that's pumped out there is just it's goofy, man. It's on all, and I don't know if people know that they're participating in it. But like what that lady did right there, um, have a plan if you travel somewhere. No, how about you travel somewhere and just have fun, enjoy it, live in the moment. Don't fucking worry. Obviously, you know, I've told people to be prepared, right? If something's going on. I actually released an episode uh, on Friday, I think it was, um, you know, talking about the whole thing. But I wasn't saying anything was going to happen. I was just like, you know, this is what's out there. You know, there's there's threats of an EMP for some reason, which is strange. Be aware. I wouldn't say have a plan. There's a lot of coincidences in place, right? Right. Um, there's always a lot of coincidences. That's kind of what makes conspiracy. Conspir- to rising if that's a word um it makes it easy i mean you know it's supposed to be kind of fun but you also can get some good information out there i just think that that kind of stuff's goofy man it is um we talk about it often on here the the constant daily news dump is nothing but fear 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 from the moment you get up to the moment you go to bed every once in a blue moon they'll throw like a little happy story in there and other than that, it's just to keep you in a constant state of, oh, my God, panic and worry, panic and worry. I'm not saying I, when I go to the grocery store, OK, I, I don't live in a high threat area, but I still keep my my wits about me. You know what I mean? I pay attention if, if OK, I, this car's been following me every turn I've made so far. Let me make a few weird ones, see if they still fall. And usually nine times out of 10, actually 9.9 times out of 10, they usually aren't following me. But that's just something I personally pay attention to. You know what I mean? And it's not because I'm scared. It's just, hey, you know, you know, you don't know what fucking weirdos out there. You know, I don't right. know who I might have pissed off. Yeah, it's good to uh, it's good to be aware of shit. But yeah, man, there's no point in just being in a constant state of fear here. Um. No. 
let me play one more video here from Victoria. And then I've got some from Matthew, uh, who's a good friend of the show. I don't know if you've met him, but he's an awesome dude. Yeah. And then it looks like... Does his um, name start with an L? I don't think so. I don't think so. But then it looks like our Canadian buddy sent us both something. Um, oh, yes, was, he did. Yes, yeah, so we got a few things that we can that we can share. Uh, uh, Catalyst also sent something. Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe... So yeah, I got a few people to go through here, but yeah, let's uh let's see what the second video is here of um from Victoria. I'm gonna share my screen and here we go. Of course, every fucking time. They were able to tell what people knew around word recognition lists without ever waking the person up. They were also able to train new memory and information outside the person's awareness while they were asleep. Where that technology can go is some very interesting places. Since I was in the lane of DSNT and we talked about deception and everybody's arguing about how to interrogate people, it raises an immediate question about whether or not you can sample information in people's brains um, outside of their awareness. The problem with a CAT scan and a PET scan, any technologies, you have to have a willing subject. If people are asleep and you can begin to sample what their brain recognizes, it offers a number of opportunities at looking at guilty knowledge, uh, brain recognition waveforms, and sampling some kinds of information. I don't know how soon it would be when you can link someone's brain to somebody else's while they're asleep. I would imagine that that can't be far off. Probably five years. If they have to do the brain implants, we'll know sooner because I... I can't see any other reason why DARPA got approval for 500 deep brain, deep brain implants. I think the next step is going to be a hive, a hive brain that's already been done in rats. You can link multiple brains, and as a hive, they solve problems much faster than the individual uh, rat. But that technology is here. I'm, I'm assuming they'll link people who they've given permission, who've given permission to link their brains. It's no longer really science fiction. So I'll say it again: in people who were asleep. Interesting, huh? That shit fucking terrifying. Dude, I've been talking about the hive brain stuff. I did a couple episodes. With, it's a Russian cosmism idea. This is something that's very real, man. I think that they probably have done this like in ancient societies before somehow, uh, like in, in Egypt and all these like great societies, um, you know, that, that we learn about in school and shit. I, I think it's very possible. I think that this is what kind of makes things reset is okay. when when people figure out how to link minds. DARPA, Amazon, uh, SIS, that's that, uh, sentient simulation shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff's real, man. Like, you know, I, I don't get into the fear porny stuff too often, uh, or I try not to at least. That, as far as I can tell, is very real shit. So I don't understand why it's not talked about more with all these, you know, truth seekers out there and shit. That's a serious fucking problem. So, uh, what do you think about it? Ah, uh, well, it, you took a lot of the words out of my mouth. Um, I don't. I don't like where that that goes. Just because, I mean, you have Neuralink that's also out there. But when I think when you do this hive mind tapping into a collective like the Borg from Star Trek, I think that kind of destroys the human spirit and connection to God. Right. And that to me that that's not. That's not good. Yeah, man. I I think it's fucking real strange. Um, but it seems like something that's that that you know they're they're spending a lot of time and energy. I think this is what the whole data mining is about. 
Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting one here. Yeah, this has been floating around for the last few days. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people might, you know, say that we're late to it or whatever. This has been out there for a little while. But yeah, the whole Island Boy thing, like where they come from. And isn't it funny if they are really from Epstein Island? They had everyone around the country saying, I'm an Island Boy, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's some dark shit, dude. That's I'm like, an Island Boy. Yeah, it's freaky, man. Um, Let's see who else we got. Shout out Pure Pet Wellness, too. Somebody yes. bought something using my promo code. Just awesome. Saw. Yeah, I'm trying to get more people in there, man, because I know that that's a, that's a cool. And I'm going to use all my commission just to buy more products. That's what me. I That's what I do. I, I just tell them, hey, don't send me any money. Just whatever I make, just send me in, in, in product. And that's what he does. Yeah, why not? Let's see if we can play this. I hope that this plays for the love of God, because half the time these damn clips don't play but this is from the great davy wavy okay everybody loves this canadian fella here a real jolly guy right he is a very jolly guy has a very very jolly beard as well i know he just he, needs he to dye mine, the thing white yeah he put mine to shame yeah no he's got a good long beard there it's real nice tickle your tickle your bum when he's down there you know what i mean yes yes he but, would no i i thank you davy for sending this in i hope to god it plays let's say and it will not. Oh. Oh, it is. It's playing, but it's not doing any audio. Do you hear it? No. Huh. Well, uh, let me see if... See if you can get it to play. I'll look for something else real quick. Because Matthew, uh, which I'll zoom in so that we can't see this last name, even though people already did. He sent me this this video about 80s babies, is what it says, old souls. I'm curious as to what this video actually is here, so let's check it out. And since 1985, really I would say 1980, is an old soul. They are here to fight, but in a way that you don't even understand. They are here to reawaken you, to help get guidance, and they all must be centered you cannot leave those souls alone. They did not come here to be left alone. If you leave them alone, they will come into the material of the animal body and they will fight and kill. They have done it before, they will do it again. If you guide them, they will not be abused by computers, they master computers. In fact, it kicks in their neuron centers faster. The sounds that you hear on the air in rap the rap is only the soul that is very angry and it needs to be angry because it needs that strength of again the uh what do you call it the gland of fight and flight can't think of the gland right now i'm talking about it needs that kind of a quickening and awakening but it also needs a time for peace and quiet and you will find once they go through that they suddenly fall asleep and they sleep very deeply because that is also to bring balance but mark my word none of these children are weak these children are strong beyond belief and they can take things that you could not take. That's why they chose this time of birth. They can be very good, they can be very bad, but they are not weak. They are strong. They were here for the final countdown. Hmm. Final <laughs> countdown. Yeah, dude, that's uh that's a cool thought. It is. Um and when I think he says eighties babies, I- I'm I'm kinda taking um that is like Gen X, okay? Yeah, um, because I, I kind of, you know, 
feel the same way. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird how we just kind of knew stuff or whatever. And I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I think that honestly, dude, uh, that is one that is wild to me. Um, because you know, what are nineties kids about, right? What are, what are seventies kids here for? If that's like a, a, a plain, like a, 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 I don't know, what do you call it? A generalization, right? Uh-huh. It just seems to me like it's a little too easy, I think, to go that way. But at the same time, it does make sense. People are born for, you know, they're born in certain times and it makes them a certain type of person. I know 80s kids, a lot of them were raised by the TV, right? A lot of, uh, there's a lot of weird shit going on in the 80s and in the 90s as well, right? So, we'll bet. We'll bet. Yeah, man. So I don't know. It's it's a tough one there. But uh yeah, dude, let's see what some of the ones that you got and I will try to uh I will try to get back into some of these and, and check out a little more of them. All right, I'm I'm gonna see if this will play from Davey. Okay. What's What's up, cunts? Uh your favorite Canadian here, Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel podcast, chiming in for a little bit of a Tina Turner action here, and you guys know how much of a fan I am of the band Ghost. But last week, they decided to release a uh, EP called Phantomime, and the last track of that EP was "We Don't Need Another Hero" by Tina Turner. And then, what happens today or yesterday? Sorry. Tina Turner passes away. What the fuck you guys think about that? <laughs> and Ghost, I know you're not a fan of the band Ghost, but uh, it is what it is, man. Look into it a bit. It's just my intuition kicking in, and I love you guys, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Davey. We love you too, Davey. Yeah, you don't like the band Ghost? Yeah, they give me a weird vibe, man. Not going to lie. Yeah, they're definitely MK Ultra shit for sure. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's well, similar to like Tool and all those things, right? They uh, they give me a and I, and it could be the the stage gimmick, but man, they give me a bad satanic vibe. Oh, a hundred percent. They are they are yeah. satanic, right? But yeah, the music is uh is good for the most part. Yeah, I've, I've heard like, I've heard a couple songs. Um, there's this one where they do a they call the devil by all its names. Yeah, well, yeah, six names or six names or whatever. A year I, I, zero. Yeah, I I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I, I heard it. It just didn't. It, I don't know. It didn't vibrate with me, so I just don't listen to it. Yeah, I don't listen to them either. But they they do make good music. But yeah, dude, they are uh, one of the more evil bands out there. I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they it, it, they're dark shit, and their music videos and stuff are uh, are dark. But either way, people like them. Um, as far as the Tina Turner stuff goes, man, I knew about it. I didn't really put much thought into it. I had no idea. Let's see what the Ghost EP is here. Ghost EP 2023, right? Yeah. That is weird that <laughs> that was on there. And then the day after she passes away. Yeah. Ghost Phantom I'm EP. The devil still has the best tunes, even when there's someone else's. Um, Let's see what these guys are talking about here. Yeah, it's built on... Uh, so Ghost Ghost Success is built on theatrical blasphemy, winking provocation, and some blockbusting tunes. Uh, this makes Swede's third cover EP. Um, 
ticks all three it, it ticks all three boxes basically is what they're saying even if all the tunes belong to someone else so it sounds like they kind of sampled a bunch of music and made some songs uh as always the singer as conceptual mastermind tobias forge has chosen five songs that fit his band's worldview while fusing their musical dna with its own genesis uh anti televangelist broadside jesus he knows what uh-huh. genesis is so that's like they're, they're saying that this is part of genesis anti televangelist huh uh the the band genesis oh okay yeah the anti televangelist broadside jesus he knows me becomes a high camp retro metal anthem Forge amplifies the Easter-based gag, the Stranglers hanging around, and his epic tune of Tina Turner's We Don't Need Another Hero is crying out for someone to remake Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome so it can appear on the soundtrack. Okay. So, yeah. Sounds like they definitely didn't. Are you able to play a little bit of the song? Uh, I could probably find it on YouTube. Let's see. I'm sure it's great, honestly. They 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 really know their way around a guitar, you know what I mean? Um uh, a guitar. Ghost Tina Turner. Let's see. That'll pop. More a fan of the sitar. Yeah, we don't need another hero audio mix. Let's give it a listen here. And I'm sure that we're gonna get an Oh voice. not bad it's a good cover yeah i know you're <laughs> there's gonna be people out there fuck my podcast just skipped or something <laughs> when you fast forward it oh i know yeah <laughs> yeah i know I, I skipped in the middle of it because yeah i don't want to listen to the whole song but yeah man it's definitely uh they're good dude like they have they have good music but yeah i don't listen to them personally but uh um, they're no you too though they're no what they're no you too right <laughs> of course not but yeah, man, um, share some of your stuff if you want. All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> no, and trust me, people, not a fan of you two. Not a fan. Good. I'm a fan of the big old Bono or whatever. 
Uh, let's see. Well, let's go to TikTok and hit this. And uh, Glenn Beck had something, and this is odd for me to even actually bring up Glenn Beck because I've moved beyond him over the past several years. But I liked what he had to say about that uh, U-Haul truck and the driver and the way it was handled. They see this truck. They got a guy who's pulled out a Nazi flag out of his backpack. They put him to the ground. Then they display the Nazi flag. Never seen that before. They lay it out nicely on the ground because they've only backed the people up a little bit, so people are taking pictures of it. Then what what do you think would be done with that truck? I would think you would call the bomb squad. And you would say, get to the White House. We have a truck. There may be a bomb in it. And you would have video of that little robot coming to open that door, right? And you probably wouldn't have video except from the robot because you would have moved people out at least a block away. They didn't do that. Instead, they just open up the door. And then they start rifling through stuff and taking stuff out and putting it out almost like you do when you, you know, you've confiscated drugs so the media can come in and take pictures of it. They lay it out. I've never seen that before. Never seen that before. Okay. So we either have out of control police that are working for the safety of our president who should not be there because what the hell are you doing? Why are you up? Where was the bomb squad? But then it gets really weird. Yesterday, the DOJ takes his charges, remember, charged with threatening to kill, kidnap, or inflict harm on a president, vice president, or family member, as well as assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, trespassing and destruction of federal property. He planned it for six months. They downgraded his federal charges to a single count of destruction of federal property. What? Can somebody help me with that? They have been trying to put people who are trying to, who are extremists, white nationalists, they say, extremists. Here's a guy. He's not white, but he has a Nazi flag. He loves Hitler. He said he's going to kill the president. He actually takes a truck and tries to get it close to the White House. And you're only charging him? Didn't you put grandma in prison for the rest of her life for parading? You're going to charge him with destruction of property? Now, I'm not alleging anything. Because it could just be, this is a POC thing. Oh, he's a person of color. He's a minority. He shouldn't be charged. I I don't know. It could be that uh, everybody in Washington is on drugs. (laughs) They're zombie robots. I don't know. Mm. That is really good. Yeah, it is good. Um, I moved away from him because he, he, it was just always the same old doom and gloom from him. But I came across this. And I, li- I liked his take on it. 
and yeah. he made he made a lot of a lot of fucking sense. Why wasn't the bomb squad called in? That fucking crashed in into the even when Obama was in and a drone crashed in on the White House lawn, they called the bomb squad in. Well, that's to what me, you do. Yeah, right? to me that was all staged. Hmm. And that's I almost I, yeah. Go ahead. I didn't get the clip. I I seen it and I I didn't save it and I'm kicking myself in the ass. And it kind of ties into this. Kamala Harris was on on a stage giving a, a, a speech. And some dude, just some dude out of the fucking crowd, walks up on stage and takes a microphone from her and, and starts asking questions. No fucking Secret Service around anywhere. Mm. Since when does that happen? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like make it seem like uh, like anyone could get to them or something. <sighs> Maybe. I, I I don't know. It's just it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, you'd think that that would actually be like more of like a an act, right? Like the they, they were put up to like this guy was put up to almost like do what Kanye did to Taylor Swift, right? Like just took the microphone and started talking and shit. So yeah, that's wild. That, that doesn't doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Interesting. So, I like that though. I like that. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go to something a little funny. Okay. And uh, I think you'll like this. Well, police in Massachusetts say a man used a waffle to assault his wife. Officers in Lowell say the couple got into an argument over waffles and the health problems that could come from using too much syrup. Well, the husband allegedly got so upset, he slapped his wife across the face with a soggy waffle. (laughs) He had the proof, bits of waffle stuck in her hair. He was released from jail so he could attend his divorce hearing tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> she said soggy waffle <laughs> she had bits of bits of fucking waffle in her hair and on her face for those uh, that don't know the soggy waffle is an old middle school joke right i mean that's really what it is yeah. uh where a bunch of dudes stand in a circle and masturbate i'm going to say this as politely as possible onto the waffle and the last person to arrive has to eat the waffle so that's a soggy waffle we uh we also called it um the we also called that game spunk um back in the day uh you could use a piece of bread i never partook in it it was just always one of those you know you heard people that supposedly did yeah i don't think anyone ever actually really did it no last one to get there you gotta eat the whole thing Ugh. nasty uh where do i want to go I'm going to, I know we've been kind of talking about uh, the whole Bud Light and Target thing. I like Andy Frisella. I'm interested in what he's got to say here. He breaks this shit down good. Yeah, he's a smart guy, man. There's three initiatives that are put down through the World Economic Forum. One is called CEI, one is called ESG, and one is called DEI. These initiatives are put down as social initiatives from the World Economic Forum, the most powerful people on the planet, through the banks to the big corporations. These corporations, unlike my business, actually depend on that financing 100%. So if they don't do the things that these three initiatives, the CEI, ESG and the DEI say they actually lose their funding so they can't operate their business. So you say, well, aren't these people smart enough to understand why their business, they're destroying their business? They can't not do it because if they don't do it, they won't get their funding. So they can't operate. So they have no choice but to do it. And then they drive their business into the dirt. And here's why that's happening. Because the people who run these companies, the officers of the companies, 
are not the founders of the companies. These are people that are many generations removed and many degrees of caring about the actual brand removed. All right. So these people are college graduates who think they know a whole bunch of stuff because they have an advanced degree and they are making decisions that are, you know, basically about the money and thinking that eventually people will adopt this and it won't, it will stop, but it's not going to stop and it's not supposed to stop. This is what people are failing to realize. What's happening is we are dealing with a communist insurgency that is undermining the values and the identity of the American public. What they are doing is they are intentionally creating a scenario where the American people rejecting this initiative is actually hurting iconic American brands that remove much of the American identity. So when you name these companies off, all of these companies represent America when you think of them traditionally. So now they're removing part of the identity, which is part of the communist process called demoralization. If there's less identity in America, there's less to fight for, which makes it easier to conquer. All right. Then on top of it, one of the goals of communism is to create two classes of people, very poor and very rich. And so what they're doing here is they are getting the American public to cancel their own companies that actually hurts their own neighbors who are good, hardworking American people. Because the people at Bud Light at the top are not the ones feeling the pain here. It's the delivery drivers. It's the, the hardworking red, white, and blue Americans that believe the same motherfucking shit that you all believe who are getting fired or laid off or losing because of this. So they have run an operation to push this initiative down through the companies intentionally where the companies cannot resist it because they're required to do so for their funding, knowing that the American people are going to reject it and destroy these companies, creating the lower class system that they're trying to create in the first place. Here's why. Yeah. Yeah, he nails it, man. He's he's really good about that shit. I don't know if you know much about that guy. I don't. Can you fill me in? Because I, I just came across that on uh, maybe Friday on my lunch, and I was like, I'm saving this for, for cunt. Yeah. Because he breaks it down in a way that I don't. nobody else I've ever heard break it down, and it made the most sense of what's going on with, with Bud Light, Target, North Face. Uh, even Ford now is getting in on it, and Harley. So it's like, what the fuck? And when he explains it, it's like, hmm, that's a good plan. It's a really good fucking plan. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, okay, then do you go forward and do you cancel Bud Light out, right? Or or do you ignore it? I think that you have to. You have no choice but mm-hmm. to just be like, I'm not going to fucking support this shit, right? No. Um, because then it, it also makes, I think it gives uh, smaller businesses an opportunity to uh, continue to to grow, right? And, 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 and stand behind what makes America America, right? Like that is the reason why that's a, that's, it's a really, really smart thing for them to do if they are trying to bring us down because there's no correct answer. If you cancel Bud Light, you're fucked. If you take it, you're selling out your morals, right? So either way, they got your soul. But yeah, dude, that guy, Andy Frisella, he's a really interesting dude. He's got a podcast too. That's great. I used to listen to it all the time, but he got a little uh, kind of annoying to me because he always is like his style of getting to the audience is basically calling you an idiot for not understanding something. And then he explains it, right? It's a good, it's a, it's very entertaining. I'm not talking any shit about, I've actually messaged the dude a couple times, like just trying to talk with him. Right. Cause I think he's fucking awesome. But, um, his story, he created this first form company it's called. Okay. And, uh, they make supplements, right? All right. And everything there is really, really well done, but it makes it expensive. And he, like his idea is like, we don't cut corners. We make everything the best we possibly can and all that shit. Right. right. Um, 
but he's got a wild story, dude. I don't know if you saw that scar right there. He got stabbed in the face when he was like um, in his early twenties because okay. he was trying to like help. I think one of his friends was like some some dude was talking shit to one of his like female friends, and he like attacked him, and then the dude stabbed him in the face. Just got a really inspiring story. Slept on the ground in his uh, in his first store for like years. Slept on a mattress on the ground. Didn't pay, get paid for like ten years, and now he's like a fucking billionaire, basically. Um, right. so yeah, dude, he's he's pretty pretty cool, man. He's got a lot of really hot takes on stuff, but uh, yeah, that's another good one though. It's really what, what's the buffalo on his hat? Is that a, like a political party statement? No, it's uh Buffalo Exchange. I no, it's not Buffalo Exchange. What is it called? Um, it's I know it's this guy Bill. Uh, fuck, I think I it's Ted Nugent wore a hat very similar to that. Yeah, it's the Black Rifle Coffee people know those guys too. Um, I'm trying to fucking remember. It's not Buffalo Exchange though. That's a fucking thrift Maybe store. Panda Express. Yeah, Buffalo Express. Yeah. No, it's something like Buffalo something or another. I forget what it is. Like not Exchange, but um, yeah, you know, man, it's, it's somebody punching their radio right now. Yeah. I know, dude. Yeah. They, <laughs> right i know it's 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 something that a lot of these like you know america like almost to the point where i mean there's like cia guys wearing it and shit you know so it's kind of weird but at the same time it's definitely like a america first company okay. i think it's one of those ones that uh, like black black rifle right like they're le- a legitimately good company but it started by a fucking cia dude like yeah. the guy was in the c evan hafer's a cia asset um they say that he was removed but I mean, yeah, a lot of well, people in this community don't believe in that kind of stuff. Yeah, once you're a spook, you're always a spook. That's what it seems like to me, but either way. Kind of like once you're a crayon eater, you're always a crayon eater. Right. So um, did you say that you had some more things there? Uh, we can get back to yours. Um, we'll jump back and forth here. You want? Um, yeah, so let me. Because th- this guy sent me a couple of uh, messages. Matthew always sends me really good stuff. So let's just see. Um, let's see this one. He's got some a couple videos here. I'll share my screen. Okie dokie. I want to hear what this uh, devil clown guy has to say. Oh, I'd like to see him at my birthday party. Yeah, it seems like a fun thing. That mustache can really tickle you. Come on, Richie. Yeah, man. Keanu Reeves. Say hi, bro. So what you're telling me that we... Ke- how do you know that Keanu Reeves... Saw him, bro. You saw him? Yeah, man. You saw Keanu yeah. Reeves? Mm-hmm. Where did you see him? The elite Hollywood parties. You saw him at an elite Hollywood party? Yeah. What was he doing, Richie? Can't tell you. Was he doing anything bad? I can't tell you. What were the people doing around him? There's rituals that they do, and they perform rituals with fire, pentagrams. There's rituals of, like, like blood work, cutting. They want you to cut and, and sacrifice yourself. So they're cutting other people or themselves? Yeah, but everything. They're having pentagrams, upside-down crosses. They're wearing they're wearing all this, like, Satan's my daddy. They wear, like, Lucifer stuff, like lambs. and It's all sacrifices for, for the satanic movement. Keanu Reeves. Oh, my God, Richie. Yeah, man. I believe it for sure. I, I, I'm not. Oh, I'm my sure God. I buy it with, uh, with Keanu, though. What's that? I don't know if I buy it with about Keanu Reeves. Because you like Keanu. Uh, it's not that he, he's never been one of my favorite actors, but to know his backstory and how, I mean, the dude, the dude rides a subway. Like, he lives in New York. He rides a subway. Like, he just get, donates 
a lot of his money. I know he put a lot of his money into certain research uh, from what his sister died from. Like the dude seems like a, a genuinely good person. And you, you don't ever hear his name really thrown around about Hollywood elite parties. Like you do some. So right. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? If he is, you know, Hey, he's okay. No different than the rest of them, but I don't know. I, I, I tend to believe kind of the opposite just in, you kind of can tell a little bit about an actor on the movies he makes. And if you look back at not just the matrix and, and John wick, but even some of the other ones, even early days with Bill and Ted, they, they were good movies. They, they didn't, they didn't have a, a certain, I don't know, agenda pedophile ish type ring to them. I mean, maybe the closest, I wouldn't even say pedophile, but the closest one would be the matrix. Everybody loves that, but that's a Gnostic movie too. Right. If I'm yeah, remembering yeah. correct. Um, I don't know, man, you know, you say he does a lot of charity work. Bill Gates does a lot of charity work too. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And, and that's fair. And that's, that's why people tune into this to get both sides. You know, we don't always think exactly the same, but we come to the middle on, on a lot of things. I don't know. It's just, that, that's just hard for me to buy. And right. right out the gate, the dude's sitting there talking on sure microphones and your audio fucking sucks, bro. Yeah. Um, it doesn't and, matter. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It, it just, it seemed like two, two dumb douchebags sitting there talking about dumb douchebag shit. Kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I kind of think we're a little bit smarter than that. Yeah. It doesn't help that the guy's dressed like a clown. No. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't idolize any of these Hollywood people, man. If someone were yeah. to tell me that Holly, that uh, Keanu Reeves is a piece of shit, I'll believe it. You know right. what I mean? I'm sure that there are, none of these people are, are whole, but uh, let's, uh, let's watch this video. This might be a longer one, but this seems like a nice wormhole situation. It's a three minute long video. We can That's check fine. Northwest Columbia, May 17th, 2018. Construction workers are underground working on a government building project. Inside what seems like an ordinary tunnel, something incomprehensible happens that none of them have ever seen before. It's as if the tunnel has come alive and it's breathing. The tunnel seems to move as a cloud, repeatedly and very suddenly, appearing and disappearing. Workers who witness it are terrified, including Juan Antonio Sanchez. La tierra empezó a rugir como de un león. Eso produce mucho, mucho temor porque en cualquier momento uno creía que el túnel se podía derrumbar o que podía... Temimos, temimos mucho por nuestras vidas. Footage of the weird pulsing energy baffles scientists. There's also this booming sound that's associated with it. Is this dangerous? Is the whole thing going to collapse? What the hell's going on here? Physicist Chad Orzel reviews the footage and considers an incredible theory. There's a very regular pulsation, so it seems like something must be controlling. If you were going to imagine an intergalactic portal to a distant galaxy, this is what it would look like. Many physicists are convinced they exist, but nothing like it has ever been filmed. A wormhole or stargate 
is considered by some to be a possible future means of interstellar travel. These kinds of wormholes are frequently used as ways to travel interstellar distances in space. Uh, they show up in the movie Stargate, they show up in the movie Interstellar as long distance travel arrangements. So this seems like a really great idea. Stargates and wormholes sound like science fiction, but some of the greatest minds in science believe they might be possible. Introduced by Albert Einstein himself in 1935, <laughs> they show the guy from Ancient a wormhole is a shortcut, a subway system connecting two distant points in space and time. Conventional space travel, a journey to Alpha Centauri A, the nearest star from the sun, would take approximately 165,000 years, but scientists think a wormhole could shorten the voyage to just four years. Imagine this sort of like taking a sheet of paper and, and folding it over um, so that, that points on the, the two ends of the paper are very close to each other. If you could punch through and connect those points, that path would be very short while uh, someone who was constrained to travel only along the paper would have to go a very long distance. Strange evidence. I remember uh, watching that or seeing that when that, that came out, and it, it was fascinating, you know, to see that tunnel. Tun-tun? Like, yeah, the tun-tun breathing and, and what have you. It makes you, I don't know, just kind of makes you, it makes you just want to sit and think for a minute, and, you know, what what really is this thing that we live on, you know what I mean? Is there hollow earth? Is there, is space real? You, you know, all sorts of things. And anytime you have, ah, Michukaku in an episode, it's going to be good. It's going to be fire. Right. Yeah. The guy's a little, uh, a little weird, huh? Yeah. But yeah, man, uh, that was basically what I got from, uh, listeners. It seems, um, didn't really go through, all these people here, but yeah, man, it's just uh, that that kind of stuff is really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's different for sure. Um, and the funny thing is, they're working on a deep underground military base. Oh, I know, of course, that's the thing, always, right? I I, I think that some of that stuff could happen, though, man. Honestly, oh, yeah. totally. You never fucking know what is going on out there, and that's why it's important to do shows like this. Absolutely. Ask questions, right? Ask the questions. And hopefully have some answers, because if you're just asking questions, that gets annoying. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. But uh, anything else that you got there? Um, Let me see. I had had a couple that some listeners sent me. I know Vic. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. I know Victoria sent me a couple. Um, where do I want to start? Let's, let's see what this one was. I think this one was good. Year, one year from now, they will merge the pandemic treaty and the 300 amendments. They will be synchronized with each other, synthesized with each other, and they will be essentially one document and they will pass next year. So they're planning to make sure they get all the kinks out and they're good to go because they plan to go all in and vote next year. But what the United States delegate, what our delegate said here this afternoon is that she is, that the United States is all in and fully on board with these 300 amendments as 
currently written and anybody can access them at the World Health Organization website, but also they're all in on the global pandemic treaty. So the United States is for this. All the nations of the world who spoke today, they're all for it. There isn't one that's dissented. So unless we intervene, this is a done deal one year from today, and that's when we have an existential threat to our sovereignty, and we will lose it one year from today. But there is time for intervention. So as I mentioned to you yesterday, Steve, there aren't any members of the House of Representatives here. There isn't the United States uh, press corps. There is an absence. There's no member. I'm issuing a challenge to any Okay, I don't care about the dude's challenge. That came from- <laughs> she sent me this, fire. too. I hadn't seen it. Okay. Um, I saw that yeah. guy's face, and, and like you, I was like, I don't care about what this guy has to say, but I didn't realize there was a clip, so my apologies, Victoria. Yeah, and uh, whoever that camera guy is needs fired, because uh, at first I thought she was talking with a selfie stick, and then I realized her hands are moving, and I'm like, man, this is one horrible fucking camera, dude. He's just standing there jiggling everywhere. <laughs> But, you know, and we, we talked about that topic uh, months and months ago when when that was supposed to be taking place. I know that James Roguski was making his rounds again and, yeah. and and talking about it. What do you think about Roguski, by the way? I think he does good work. Um, I I had him on once as as you were That's right. you also on with, with uh Ron from New England. Ron, to, yes. To talk with him. I know Ron likes him a lot. Yes, uh, he does. Um, I don't know. It, I think he's just like the type of guy that puts in a lot of hard work. And, okay, I know the Substack thing kind of was weird for you. I, I get Substack more now than I did then. But... Hey, you know, if, if he wants to, I mean, he, he puts his own phone number out there to, I mean, he doxes himself. So, right. Yeah. The, the weird thing about as far as the Substack goes, because Substack is basically a Patreon, right? And I'm all for people getting paid for yeah. their work. I've <laughs> made this very clear, right? But he was doing it, if I remember correctly, he was doing it to where he was saying something like, all the information is right here. And it was some domain name that you type it in and it rewires you back to his Substack. So you think that you're going to somewhere where it's like these evil people in their own words on one of these .gov sites or something, and then it just redirects you to his Substack. I thought that was real shady. It's like, okay. why not just say, hey, man, check out my Substack. I've got everything here. Um, now, this might be me telling someone how to do their own fucking show and their own work, and that's not cool. But that's just I, I thought it was like kind of dishonest. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I do think at the end of the day he's trying to do something good, it seems like. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, do we have time for one more and then then come to the week? Yeah, man, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, I got to cut this short. This is my fault, but uh, it is a uh, family holiday, so gonna got go to get to those smash burgers. You know, I'm not even hungry, but I- I'm sure I'll clear some room out. <laughs> you better. <laughs> All That's right. gross, huh? All right. Yeah. Um, many child advocates for years have been warning about the normalization and decriminalization of pedophilia. And lo and behold, um, no, no surprise, the 
UN has issued a report that's been apparently in the making for five years, and it's been pushed by the International Commission on Jurors. So there's many judges on this report from all over the world. In fact, there's professors from Georgetown Law, um, our alma mater, Steve, and Yale. Um, and this is essentially what the United Nations is doing. And once you hear this, everything is going to now fall into place. You will see what the agenda is. The United Nations is now declaring that pedophilia is a human right. And this so-called human right should not be criminalized or prosecuted. They're clearly saying that minors can consent to sex with an adult. My green screen doesn't pick up my gun too well, but yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that that's how you deal with pedophiles. Yeah, man. Yeah, one in the head, two in the chest. Yep. I think that's the move. It sucks, dude. That sucks. It um, does. You know, we a lot of us have been screaming this well before any of us ever had podcasts, and people looked at us like, oh, you're just, you're so far weird you're a conspiracy theorist you're you're just spreading misinformation and oh gee wow they want to make it pedophilia a human fucking right no i'm sorry pedophilia is not a human right it's a fucking mental disorder yeah i don't know what it is if it's a mental disorder or it's hard to really quantify what it is right it's it's hard to say what it is exactly but it that's a sad day on earth when that is a reality right like hopefully that is just kind of hopefully it is fear porn i tend to think it's not there's a lot of powerful people that like that for some reason and i think that what happens if i'm going to try to get inside the mind of one of these elite pedophiles right i think what happens is you're able to get everything that you possibly want right there's no like you've you've beat the game so to speak and now you're going on side quests and you find this side quest that is unfortunately very, very fucked up. But it must be this level to them where it's just so, it's so wrong. It's so like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's so, it's something so unacceptable that you're able to do it and still get away with it. And that makes it feel good to them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when you have all that kind of money, I mean, you kind of run out of the small things that I guess excite you in life. The, well, yeah, dude, like take, you know, fucking so the they, things like people do like these messy things with women, right? Like fucking yeah. shitting on them and pissing on them and stuff like that. That's probably going to get boring. And to me, that doesn't even have an appeal, no. right? Like I wouldn't want to shit on a chick, right? Um, or be shit on. Or be shit on. Well, let's rewind that a little. There's a couple. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, man, but you know, there's this one. <laughs> No, dude, that that stuff is gross. The glass table shit that people do where they lay under a glass table and someone shits violently on the glass table and you're like in a splash zone almost. People do stuff like that. People do uh, people get bored of having sex with women because they have so much money that they can go to any strip club and throw down like say, hey, uh, I'll give you fifty thousand dollars to let me do whatever I want with you tonight. A lot of people are going to do that. I'll do that. Okay, (laughs) and uh, give me fifty thousand dollars. Let's see what happens. But that's the thing, man, is once you do that so much, I think there's really only one way that that ends, and it's this dark shit. Yeah. 
So it's sad, dude. And I hope that that doesn't happen because it's going to make it so it's not only these this one percent of people doing it. It's going to be all kinds of fucking people doing it because people have those sick ideas. Right. There's like um, there's like those porn stars out there like that Riley Reed girl. Right. She looks like she's fucking 12. She's a fully like I think she's in her 30s. But there's like there's porn stars that have been like kind of groomed to look younger. Right. And and to me, that kind of feeds that pedophilia shit out there. I like the MILFs, the Lisa Ann's of the world, uh, the thicker ones out there. Right. It's sick that they that they do that stuff, man. But that's just I don't know. I don't know if I'm thinking if I'm looking too far into it to say. I don't that- think you are because I mean, there's that whole stupid thing with uh, uh, incest. Like, okay, yeah, step- yeah, yeah, or step brothers. What? And it's like, okay, I get it. Technically, in in legality, you wouldn't be. Ma- it's still fucking gross. You're still alluding to to incest, and it and well, there's all those uh, you know the these like thirty, forty year old attractive women with good bodies and stuff on on Instagram talking about like having sex with eighteen year old boys and stuff. Yeah, and and like you know it's funny, man. South Park again. They have this hilarious episode where Ike, the baby, the Canadian baby, right, has sex with his teacher, and he's a fucking baby. And the teacher is like really hot, right? And so they go to the cops, and uh, Kyle is like, "This teacher, I, I have news about a teacher uh, having sex with a student." And the cops freak out, and they're like, "All right, who is he?" And he's like, "Well, it's a her." And he's like, "Okay, but she's ugly, right?" And he's like, "Well, no, it's Miss So and So." And they're like, "The blonde, nice, <laughs> you know." And it's a fucking baby having sex with a grown woman. That's wrong. Yeah. But it's just like that idea of like the 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 boy to the woman versus the girl to the man mm-hmm. makes such a difference to people, right? But it, you know, it's another one of those things, man. Another one of the the things that's going to make it to my episode four hundred with the uh, the South Park audio episode, man. But well, it's it's, it's kind of like a Family Guy when Brian gets gets laid. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, by Lois, right? Doesn't he fuck Lois or no? Yeah, and, and oh, he also fucks Quagmire's dad, who's a tranny. Yeah, so you're you're normalizing bestiality at this point. Like, I, I get it. It's it funny. Yeah, making it funny, and it's like, but I don't know. There, there, there's a whole bunch of weird shit when it comes to all that, and I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have much compassion for pedophiles and 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 incest and and all this other shit. They they all they all can rot in hell for all I care. Yeah, let me see, dude, if I can find this. If I can find this in just like the couple minutes that we have here, it will really be worth it. It's this there's a site called adrenogate.net. Oh. And I'm trying to do an episode or two from like the stuff on this website. It's a really good site, but they have this um let me see if I can find it. This idea with the moon gate and like the moon key. And it kind of ties in with like monkey, like the term monkey, but it's a moon key. So you see like all kinds of different uh, symbolism in there. It's phenomenal. I'll actually share the uh, the images and stuff here for the viewers of some stuff that's on there. Just incredible stuff. They talk about like, you know, all. Can you see this? Yeah. Um, Pac-Man is a reference like Pac-Man's a reference to the moon and he eats souls. And that's what those ghosts are. They're souls, right? Yeah. So he's going around eating souls. This is like the Freemason version of uh, what the flat earth is. So there's this, it's like a CD. You've got the North star at the top. You've got the sun and the moon. And at the bottom, it's the black sun. It forms that compass and square. Um, 
all kinds of wild shit, but they got some really great videos. And I want to see if I can find the Family Guy one where they talk about the moon and what that represents. And Family Guy nails it here, it seems like. But I mean, just tons. I can send you the site, dude. It's such a good site to just watch some of these things. Um, you get some kind of interesting information. It's more of that new agey shit a little bit. Okay. Here it is. It's more new agey, but it is very, uh, I'm starting to get more interested in just learning more about it because there's some interesting theories there. But you look above him, too. He's got a star, a moon, and a star. And just listen to what he says here. And the idea, think about while you're listening to this clip, the idea that's put out there that the moon is that light that you see at the end of the tunnel when you die, right? They say that there's a light. Yeah. And and the idea is that that's the moon. It's a full moon. And you're going towards that. If you want to not go towards the light, that's how you don't get recycled back into this realm of like just endless recycling, right? Re uh, Reincarnation and all that shit. But watch this and think about that as Stewie talks. Dear diary, it seems the domestic overseers are plotting against me. Their plans somehow relate to the anniversary of my escape from the womb. I'm still haunted by the memories of how I came to be incarcerated in that amniotic attica. With every potential man for himself. I alone had reached the target objective thanks to the peerless intrepidity I developed at Testicular Boot Camp. But it was a trap! I was imprisoned in that uterine gulag for nine grueling months. Day 171, I've sprouted another finger. Counting the one from yesterday, I'm up to 11. I began to go insane. It seemed my prison cell was getting smaller and smaller. I was quite sure that soon I would be dead. But then, a miracle. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. I rushed to freedom, but suddenly I was ambushed by a mysterious man in white. The man in white. Of course. He must be the hired professional of whom they spoke. He failed to thwart my escape into the outside world, and now, one year hence, he's returning to rectify his mistake and put me back in the womb. See, isn't that kind of interesting? Like, yeah. the, the light that you see at the end of the tunnel when you're dying is like the light that a baby sees when they're coming out, right? Because you come out, technically, you're supposed to come out face first. Right. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, the feet first and shit like that, and that's real dangerous. But uh what an interesting theory though right like it's the moment that you die you're just put back in because you don't remember when you're fucking inside your mom right no you don't remember you don't remember up until like several years after that usually my first memories are when i was like four and five right um there is that rare occasion where people do remember their birth i mean it's so fucking rare though i don't even believe them though at all like uh, how can you believe dude your brain is not even like scientifically able to know what the fuck is going on at that point right you're reincarnated yeah but i just I, I think that these people are just attention whores i remember being born i remember my mom telling me my name's billy you know come on get the fuck out of here i remember when she smacked my ass i remember one of them nurses kept looking at my ding dong man yeah <laughs> my, get out my 11th finger yeah isn't that funny <laughs> um but yeah dude interesting stuff um so yeah that was one final thing you mentioned family guy uh you know me and my cartoons oh absolutely but yeah, man, cunt of the week. What do you say? All right. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. 
Well, they say it ain't true, but you're a big, big fat, stinky cunt, and I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know, uh, probably, I'm going to go with the UN and the whole pet. pet oh, you beat pet, me to it. You beat me. I was going to go with the, the military brass, but yeah, I think this week we'll probably have to agree on the same same cunt. Well, no, I'll change it up. I will go with uh, George W. Bush for mm. creating a whole lot more people that need to be honored on Memorial Day, right? He's the one that kind of uh, Fair enough. spurred that. So fuck okay. George W. Bush. I do follow him on Instagram because it's hilarious to see him painting. You know what? Say, we'll dude, I'm going to pull that up real quick. I was going to say, we te- you said about that a couple episodes ago. And we never we never pulled it up to to look at it, and we were going to look at some of the comments, but I don't want you to be late either. Well, I'll do it. It's just that it's kind of a matter of when I want to get there. I just don't want to uh, wait too long because it is a thirty minute drive from my house, but this is worth it. So, George W. Bush, I'll pull up his thing here. I'll share my screen. And man, just what a fun follow he is. You know what I mean? Now you got to go to one of his paintings, okay? Because yeah, of course. When he's doing like, I mean, that American flag won't be good. Let's do one that's like a nature painting of some kind. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Look at Arnold. Arnold. Ah, ah, yeah. Your freedom. Uh, let's see. Come on. Give me a nature painting. Let's see this. Oh, one. So this is one. him in his studio, right? George Bush, right? painting he says uh he's got a real nice thing that he says here i'm just going to scoot this over for the past 18 months i've been painting the portraits and writing the stories of 43 immigrants i've come to know today i'm pleased to announce a new book and exhibit at the bush center honoring new americans who have contributed to the cultural richness economic vitality entrepreneurial spirit and renewed patriotism you get the idea here he's being very positive sounds like a nice if in any other context this is just a nice old man painting and he's he's right. a it's a sweet thing right painting the story of immigrants right yeah now you go through and you look at some of these things now you get some good ones um how about painting the victims of your wars or victims of 9-11 bushes or clowns right <laughs> nice yeah you, you gotta heart that <laughs> where is it okay yeah i'll heart it um the most versatile president yeah dick's dick writers here uh quite a few dick writers Yay, you're the you're an artist too, right? I mean, it's like what kind of person comments that, right? right? Say no to drugs, and do you see my profile picture? That's probably just some kind of joke. Are these immigrants or actual immigrants with loans at ICE? Okay. Uh, he, this guy's adding ICE here. If they're immigrants with loans, I can and will help them. I don't want to talk about I I I don't want I don't talk about visas after twenty years. Um. George Bush's handsome man and artist. Who oh, boy. Eek. Right. Uh, so we got to find some more focus on par. Uh, that, just that, like me. That type of lady is the type of lady that if you're single, you're like, so that means I have a chance. Yeah. Right. You think George W. Bush is fucking handsome. Wow. Yeah, dude. I didn't know you. Were gonna... Okay. So that one's not the best one. I love that. Uh, how about painting the victims of nine 11? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I decided to make next governor sent. So yeah, you just get the idea here. It's hard now that I'm actually on the spot. Oh God, this guy's got a fucking uh, Ukrainian uh, flag. Long live the stars and stripes. Why don't you have a stars and stripes then, motherfucker? Yeah, 
got the fucking Ukraine. Well, he's got 10 followers. Right. Well, that's the kind of person that these people are. These guys that are just like, I love what President Bush is doing with the paints. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought, I, okay. I think my dog can paint better. I mean, they're decent paintings. They're they're decent. I my, fav- my favorite uh, painting relating to George Bush is the one that Epstein had. Mm. Of him flying into Jenga Towers. Yeah. But yeah, so there's not as many as I remember. They might delete these or whatever, but yeah, I'm good. I got one. Thank you. Um, but yeah, man, just hilarious. In any other context, if you saw an old man just painting like nice stuff, you know, pictures of people, pictures of Statue of Liberty, um, you know, it's just funny, man. When, when people sit there and talk shit. Out of many, one. Right. Horribles unum. Yeah. New world order. Mm-hmm. One world government. But yeah, he's a fun follow. Uh, he doesn't post as often as I wish he would. Because, uh, I mean, just what a train wreck of a fucking person this guy is. This fucking, who's this? Uh, Madeline Albright. Wasn't she like super racist? I think so. Was she the one that was saying like, uh, if you don't want to be poor, go out and work kind of thing? It, that might have been her. Yeah. And I get it. Like, yeah, there's an extent to where like, yeah, but then there's also like, you guys make a lot of poor people around the world. The West does. Uh-huh. And so his daughters are hot though, man. Holy shit. What a couple of party girls, huh? Wow. Whoa. They're, they're good. Time. There was when he was president, they were out there showing their tits and stuff. You don't remember? Oh, I don't remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big, big time, uh, fun, fun couple gals there. So, something to think about. Well, they are Texan girls. Yeah. Old Texas Peach is a, I think that's Georgia, but never mind. Georgia, yes. But, yeah, man, let's wrap up. Dude, I appreciate this uh, This quick. you kind of uh, catering to my schedule here. It's real nice of you, man. No, no oh. problem. I'm glad we actually got to do it earlier instead of later. Now you don't have to turn and burn. You can take no. some time. Dude, one thing I noticed, and, and I don't know if uh, you do this, but, dude, the uh, when we play videos, they're really loud unless you edit those sim- simple things. You can just go and I can tell you how to do it. But I've been doing that when I have the time because it blows the fucking eardrums out. If you're listening to us talk and then we play a video, it's like, bah, bah, bah. it's like super fucking loud. So you, even if you normalize it, even if you normalize it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Once we once we uh, stop recording, you'll, you'll have to let me. I didn't I didn't take notice to that. Yeah, at least for me. So I've been doing that just to try to save some people's earballs. But uh Everybody, thanks honest, for listening. Yes, in all honesty, it could be different on my end because I take the the recording off the road instead of Zoom. Oh, okay. It condenses all that and makes everything like technically, I probably don't have to edit, but I do because I I like it better edited. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Okay, well, cool, man. Yeah, the, just a, a heads up. But yeah, thanks to everybody that listens. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. It's a, a holiday about uh, you know. I, I say it's a family first holiday, but obviously, if you know somebody that passed away in, uh, you know, any kind of military combat or anyone that served even, right? I mean, th- does it have to be people that, that passed away in combat or can it just be, you know, military members that passed away? Military members that passed away. Yeah. I so, mean, mo- most important would be the ones that died in combat. Yes. Sure. But, you know, it's to remember anybody that has ever put on the uniform and, and has passed. Right. And if you're a family like mine, where you don't have anyone that's in the military, that's like not like, you know, in the direct family, it's just about spending time with your family and thinking about the good things about this country. There's a lot. 
There's a lot. The government sucks. Fuck the government. But this country's awesome, man. Uh, there's not too many places where you can do the shit that we do. We can still, for the time being, talk shit about said government. I don't know how long that's going to go on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm thankful on days like this to know people like you, know people like the audience. And, um, you know, I'm excited to, uh, have some smash burgers. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, yeah, I, I want to just take them a, a moment to kind of say the same thing, but also add this isn't veterans day. So don't, don't think an active military member. Um, it actually pisses us off and, you know, just, just remember the fallen and the ones that passed away. We have our own day for that. It's Veterans Day, and most most veterans don't even like to be complimented on that day either. So it's just a weird thing how you know we were trained and, and brought up in, in the services. But hey, if you want if you want to thank a veteran, thank them on Veterans Day. Other than that, let's remember the fallen and those that have passed. And uh, on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. Get you back, you fuck.